three, two, one. Welcome into the shop, guys. It's Tyler. I'm Lauren. It's Peter. And we're joined today. Very special guest. He goes by the name Iman. <laughs> Iman. <laughs> Why do you guys Hello. Say <laughs> <laughs> oh no, which one? Which Iman is this? <laughs> no, that's the normal one. <laughs> uh, we're joined today with Iman. Um, special guest, similar to Kev, housemate. <laughs> newly, newly, new addition to the house. So. Uh, welcome on. First time on the cast. Uh, welcome on. And yeah, give us a little breakdown. Who are you? Who is Iman? So I'm just a random guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my name is Iman. Uh, I like cameras a lot. <laughs> I own like probably 30 of them. Yeah. <laughs> I like headphones a lot. <laughs> oh, like okay. 30 of them. <laughs> no, I don't own 30 headphones, but I own like <laughs> at least at least 10. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, <laughs> you have a nice headphone chair. hobby is pretty expensive. Headphone hobby does mm. get That's expensive. That's a hobby? There's a, hobby? There's a lot yeah. of like camera, headphones, <laughs> like peripherals. That's there's crazy. a hobby for anything. There is a hobby for yeah. a lot of things these days. But, um, you but also yeah. have a very comfy chair. I do have a very comfy chair. Oh, you have chair. like a, a nice chair. Yeah, I love how I'm not using any of those things right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, do you have like a Herman Miller chair or like what? Yeah. No. That's, that's a blessing for the butt cheeks. Yeah, I got yeah. mine. Forget about back pain. Yeah. Dude, it's so great. Yeah. Right? People yeah, are non-believers. This is not an ad, by the way. Yeah. But like, not an ad. We're not sponsored. But Literally like, the best chair sponsored. I've yeah. ever bought. $1,500. I don't think it's worth $1,500. I think it's like $1,000 yeah. worth I, I got mine used from like a liquidator for like two, three hundred. So it's like, that's the way to go, I would say. Unless you, you're like, you know, if you have a phobia, people's other butt cheeks have been on it. You know? <laughs> I just the only reason why I got a brand new one is because they did the Logitech collab and they changed the material mm. to be like more breathable. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm going to own this chair for the rest yeah, of my yeah. life. Well, here's, here's the Peter's on the mesh. He loves the mesh because you can pass gas through it. I love the mesh because <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm a big guy, right? I'm a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Same. if you're sitting at your desk for a long yeah. time, like right. I'm coming from like those leather, like fake gaming chairs right and you'd always get you know you're there for a long time your back hurts it's uncomfortable it's like bucketed your butt gets squished and then you get swamp butt (laughs) right so with mesh you don't get swamp butt and you never have to leave your chair you can just fart right through it's just down down the drain (laughs) good to go plus it's like a little bit more breathable you know you're like a little bit cooler you know during the summers I don't know if I'm team farting the chair, man. You got to stand up, <laughs> go low, See, that, that's walk around. to stand up and like fart. But like <laughs> if, I, if I'm in the middle of this uh, typing this, you know, email, you know, to whom it may concern. It's just like I, I don't have time to stand up and fart. I'm just like, you know, Best. on my way. But <laughs> Warm regards. The mistake could be. <laughs> warm regards. The mistake could be way worse if you're if you're sitting down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're standing up, you're like, "Yo, I need to go somewhere." But if you're sitting down, you're like, "I just ruined my life." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got the windows open, the fan going, so it's this not like e- I'm, I'm this not, email's not coming myself. Out. You know? Yeah. Warm regards. Yeah. Warm, warm <laughs> regards. Yikes! My guy. Hey, can't see that the same anymore. I'm just man. saying, like, if if you were to ask me the one piece you need for like your home setup. It'd be a chair. That's my recommendation. The next probably a table. You know, mm. stand yeah. a bit. Yeah, I so, mean, you're sitting on it all day, yeah. so it only yeah. makes sense. Here's the thing. I I set up. I got this really nice desk setup going right now, and my ass though comes out here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, here, as in the living room. Uh, yeah. yeah. My so like for the listeners, you know, my my desk setup. We we had an episode on desk setups, uh, so I think you know you can always refer back to that for the details. But basically, right, it's in the room that like 
Uh, it's in the bedroom, you know, so I have office slash bedroom. And half the time, I'm just like, man, fuck, I don't want to be in here. <laughs> Even though it's my nice ass setup. Yeah. I got the monitor. I got the peripherals. I got the nice fucking um, Grove, Grove made fucking mat. And then I'm over here like, yeah, I'm going to go sit on the couch <laughs> and work on my. Yeah, with a pillow on your lap with the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready to knock out. My fucking dinky ass 13 inch MacBook Air work doing some hardcore whatever I'm doing work on. <laughs> Man, it's pretty funny when I see you when I go. So half the time I'm, I'm literally asleep, which I don't know what's better. You I'm, go to my room and sleep. <laughs> you just find an excuse not to work. I've been doing the same thing. Lucky, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, <laughs> not, it's, it's not about us today. It's not about it's us. Not about us today. I mean, well, speaking of desk setup, right now yeah. mine is primo. Yeah. Oh I got, shit. I got the plastic desk with the fifteen hundred dollar chair. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking folding table. <laughs> hey, baby steps, baby steps, right? Baby steps. Hey, I, you I'm, just moving in, you know, like you, yeah. you get established. You, yeah. you, just, you yeah. be dropping racks on. Things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I do have a desk yeah. stand. Oh, okay. yeah. There's no top yet, but <laughs> <laughs> and that just literally came in yesterday. <laughs> hey, he's working on it. He's working on it. Maybe it, it, it can go up and down, but the, you can't put anything on it. <laughs> <laughs> no tabletop. <laughs> Oh, I man. mean, you also work with it, like you use a TV as a. Oh, monitor. is it one of those you lift up kind of desk? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a weird person. I'm Team TV for monitor. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, you double, got, you just double it up, right? Like it's TV when you need it to be, and then monitor when you need to work. No, no, TV all the time. Oh, shit. that doesn't interfere with work at all. Because I know some people like that. Does like you know photo editing or video that's like they need these frame rates or like makes sense refresh though, rates or whatever it. or like color color accuracy or whatever you know like. i mean it's not perfect because uh windows doesn't well the, the laptop that i have doesn't allow me to output like mm-hmm. the right color peripherals for my oh. monitor but like i i don't do any of that yeah, yeah. Uh, that's no. like accurate at the okay. moment so like yeah. it doesn't doesn't mess with me. Yeah. But. yeah. but let me ask you this also, because like, uh, okay, as a creative, right? Like mm-hmm. we, got, we got three creatives in the house. Mm-hmm. Right? We have, you know, I'm do- predominantly doing stills. You and Kev predominantly do edit uh, video mm-hmm. work. And Kev, I mean, specifically does editing, right? Mm-hmm. And I always felt like color accuracy is kind of like, it's one of those things where it's like, do people really know the difference? Or only you as a creator can do. So is it like a for you thing or is it like generally it makes an impact on the work you put out? That's a tough question. It's a tough <laughs> qu- it's a tough question because the answer is yes and no on both sides. Right. Right. Like, does it matter? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the, the, the whole point is like at the end of it, how do you feel about it? Right. Right. And if you don't feel like it looks like the way you want it to look then that's the problem. Right. So here's the thing. As a photographer, right, I, so I think, uh, I think with color accuracy, it's really like probably for photography more than video work to some degree. Because video work, I mean, you can pan to like, you know, the next like scene or like whatever you're, like, you're editing, right? And it's, it's, it could go by so quick that like, you know, one second of edit could be like, you know, different from another, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, but then the photo, you're staring at it. It's, this is it. This is the final product. But with me, it's like, I know my like my monitors are, are set to a certain color profile, mm-hmm. right? And when I'm editing, like, sure, like oranges might look different, like, on my monitor. But like once the person who gets my content sees that photo, right? The per- the person actually paying me, right? 
they're using like their fucking iPhone. <laughs> and it's like, like the, the oranges or the blues, like whatever the color is, the color profile is going to be different once they get that. So it's like when I'm looking at it, like I'm like, yeah, this looks great. But then like if they open it on their end, and it's like a, a slightly different hue or a slightly different color. It's like it's it. They would have to literally look at my monitor. So it's like to me, I'm like color accuracy is almost like pointless to some degree because like it could be it could cross and span so many different like um, like platforms, right? They could put it up on Instagram, it'll change up because of compression. They can put it up on Facebook, change because of compression. They can see it on their phone, changes because who knows if they have a Android or an iPhone, right? So it's like what I'm looking at here, it's going to be different no matter where they look at it. So I'm like, oh man, this shit's kind of overrated as a photographer. But to each their own, you know, who knows what they're really doing for. I guess it really just depends on who the end product is for at the end of the day. I mean, I think, I think that's kind of the beauty of companies like Apple. This is not a, also not a sponsor, <laughs> <laughs> but but the beauty is like Apple cares really highly about like resolution and like color reproduction. Mm-hmm. So they have super strict standards on their displays. Right. So from one phone to the next, like the color reproduction is like pretty similar. Right. Most people will not be able to tell the difference. I think that's kind of the beauty is that nowadays most people kind of have one Apple product. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, you will know that like most people seeing the stuff that you make will be relatively the same. True. It yeah. gets more complicated in, in video, kind of like you said, where it's like every single image that you see, if it doesn't come from the same camera, it doesn't have the same color gamut, it doesn't have you know, all the same specs, it then limits the amount of, like, continuous color accuracy that you can create. Right, right. And then also, people's TVs, man. <laughs> <laughs> Some people's parents still got the TV from the 90s. Yeah, like, they got no. the little converter. <laughs> who knows what they're looking it through, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that, that really does put, like, um, I mean, we can go on and on about, like, you know, cameras and stuff like that because we are people of media. But um, I think for the broader general audience who are listening to this, um, just want to kind of give like a little down low. So you got a new camera that that literally you picked up yesterday too. <laughs> yeah, well, nice buying thing. a lot of stuff, buying a lot of things. Um, MSRP for that camera you said was like seventy grand, right? Yeah. But you got it for a steal at five five and a half grand. Yeah. So um, tell us, like, I, I know you're you're still kind of panning things out, but like, what what do you think are going to be like your end goal with this camera? Um, you kind of have a really brief description of it, which is like I spend money to make money. But <laughs> But like, t- tell us what um, what are your plans for, man? Like, um, it's I'll let you you know describe like which camera it is and stuff like that. But um, it is a beefy camera. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a beefy camera. I bought a Red Dragon DSMC one from like 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like Red's industry standard camera at the time. It's obviously old now, but it shoots 6K. So. Which for like modern day standards, it's still pretty like crazy. Yeah. Um, I think for the most part, I kind of just wanted to own a camera that would allow me to shoot everything from like corporate videos, music videos. I think picking the specific thing that I do, like Mm -hmm. given my current job that I work at, like I kind of do a lot of things. So trying to find the thing that I enjoy doing the most outside of work is the is the hard thing to do. It's like I don't have a lot of free days, so it's like, do I want to deal with like 
rappers. <laughs> and it's like, yo, can you show up to this music video on time? Like, I kind of have today. It's the only yeah. day I can do this. So, you know, that that's tough. Or do I want to deal with, like, corporate videos where there's going to be a lot of revisions and, like, you know, you're going to make a lot more money, but it's, it's going to be a lot more like, oh, here's this email I got to send you at this time. So I think it's really just finding the flow of, like, what I want to do. But really it's just, like, an opportunity came and, like, mm-hmm. The place I got it from wanted to get rid of it because it's like, in terms of the, you know, cinematography world, it's like a relic at this point. Like 2014 in tech is like, mm-hmm. bro, that's old. Right, right. <laughs> ain't, ain't nobody renting that no more. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yo, we got the new model. <laughs> right. So, but for me as like an owner operator, it's, you know, it's it's great. It's almost perfect. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it's almost like a perfect situation, right? Because it's like, we as a consumer as well also know that like TVs barely put out 4K. You know, like, and no one, like, literally probably, like, the 0.01% actually owns a TV that could probably put out 6 to 8K. Like, it is very slim to none. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about most people in this world still watch things in 1080p. <laughs> and even people with 4K TVs, like, 90% of the content that people watch, if we include people's moms and dads. Right. Is not even like it's not, it's not even yeah. 1080 to be honest, yeah. like 720 maybe. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. some of that stuff is still 480 upscale. <laughs> right. It's like most of the movies that like um, that you know I, that I got on the Plex account, they're they're like almost all in 720. Yeah. Right, and it's like it works right. Like we watch it on this big TV, it doesn't like does it doesn't look like distorted or anything like that, right? It's like it's a perfectly still like valid resolution. I think we've gotten to the point in technology where it's like the human eye literally can't distinguish between certain things unless you're like trained for it. Um, you know, like you know, uh, you, me, and Kev, we'll probably look at so they'd be like, "Yeah, this is kind of like the, we can probably tell." Okay, 4K versus 1080p, right? But it's like when when does like when do we start getting trained up to look at 6K and 8K and like God knows what the fuck is after 8K, <laughs> uh, which I think. There probably is at this point a 10 gay. I don't know. But it's like, you know, technology is going to keep improving. But it's like at what point, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's really crazy to know that, like, um, you know, just you picking up this camera is going to, like, kind of, like, in a way, jumpstart, like, a side career. I don't know. If side career to maybe even full career at, at some point. I think is that is that your end goal? Yeah, I think at some point my, my end goal is, like, to do film and TV. Mm, nice. So that that's... That's that's kind of the end goal. I don't know at which point I'm going to jump to do that. I think it's it's really just figuring out, like, if I want to do things that I write and direct myself or if it's, like, you know, just make things that other people write and just kind of, like, help on the, the technical side of it. But, I mean, at, at the end, it's still creative. It's just figuring out, like, my voice in that new world versus, right. like, corporate. Right, right. So how do you feel, like... Um you know, I guess my main question would be like for the general audience that's probably going to listen to this. It's like they're probably wondering how do we, how do you pivot into this career? Because it's a very non-traditional career set, right? Like, there's you can technically go to school. You know, like I don't, you, you can get a degree in like cinematography and things like that, right? But like, how much does that actually prepare you for the real world in this in this career? I wouldn't know. I didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to go to school super bad. I wanted to go to this school. This is going to age me, but uh, <laughs> Columbia Hollywood. It was like brand new at the time. And they had like photos of like the classes and they were like on universal sets, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. on actual movies. I was like, 
none of these other schools can compete with this. Yeah. Like, this is literally what you want to do, and you're on the set mm-hmm. right now, like, in class. Like, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's kind of, like, the dream. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I found out how much tuition was, and I was like, okay, well, I got to save up. So I didn't go to school. Uh, but from the age of, like, seven, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm. So I kind of, like, was one of those lucky kids where, like, I just took a bunch of, like, classes I went to a a local program and they like taught me basically like a ton of soft skills and like that's kind of how I brokered my way into the industry and then I did like internships and stuff. Right. So I have a pretty untraditional path mm-hmm. into the industry, but like there is it's it's one of those industries where there's like a pretty regimented system. Like if you want to become a cinematographer, you like start as a PA mm. and then you become like a camera assistant. Or, like, camera PA, which is, like, basically you the guy who charges the batteries. And then you become, like, <laughs> and then you become like a second AC, mm-hmm. which is second camera assistant. And, like, you, you know, you help put lenses on and get lenses from bags and that kind of stuff. And, like, set up the cart and, like, set up the battery station. <laughs> it's a lot of battery <laughs> work out here. Uh, and, and like, charging. <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of, I mean, modern day, yeah, there's yeah. lots of. Back in the day, it was, like. You would like prep the rolls of film in the in the you know uh, dark bags and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know why I'm imagining like you know how NASCAR has the pit stops. I just imagine like the cameras like the camera rolling through. It's like change like- battery. <laughs> <laughs> Go. I mean, it's it's not far. That's how it's working in my head. I'm like, oh shit, that's not batteries. I mean, it's legit kind of like that sometimes. It's like it's like oh, we need a battery swap. Okay, cool. And then it's like, go rolling. It's, it's, yeah. So that's what, that's kind of the path. And then eventually, like, first AC, you're the guy who pulls focus or the mm-hmm. woman who pulls focus. And then eventually, after that, someone calls out sick and you're like, yo, I've been waiting for my opportunity. This is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one shot. <laughs> hey, that, that means, honestly, in the last couple of years, this is like yeah. people's time to shine. Yeah. So, uh, people yeah, people getting sick, like, oh, I've been waiting for this. This is it. This is it. It's my breakout year. Yeah, it really has been like a shakeup in LA. Yeah, like a lot of people have yeah. like emerged from it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's the traditional path, but it takes years. Yeah, so I imagine. So I was like, I'm gonna go work at a company where I could just like circumvent some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be charging batteries for years. Right. So <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So what's yeah. I mean, what's next steps for you then? Like, how do you break into this? I mean, for us being like people that not too familiar with cinematography. Mm-hmm directing especially or like movie making it's just like how how do you even break into that you know or how do you even do you have to do like uh what do you call it those indie films or do you have to kind of break out that way or um right now right now the 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 standard is kind of broken okay right like there's everyone from like youtubers to like tiktok stars to there there kind of isn't really like if you want to make marvel movies Mm -hmm. then there's like a system but if you want to do anything else you can kind of figure that out like you can make a movie for to be frank the lowest budget you can make like a good feature film for is probably a million dollars which like is like a dirt poor movie which Mm. sounds insane Mm. because like a million dollars you need that much yeah Yeah. uh but to make a decent film you you need at least a million dollars and then you know, Marvel movies just like hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. Uh, but really, it's just about making stuff and getting out there and meeting people. It's really just like networking, 
and you know eventually you get to the point where like you're making your own things and people are like hyped on the things that you make or you help other people make stuff and then you're like hey i got this thing that i want to do and then that's eventually what gets you into it really is like a buddy system like if you look at like the other day we were watching a movie on plex right and you were like this guy uses all the same people yeah. in like his movies. That's literally every famous director. It's all connections, right? It's yeah. all just like their favorite like people just like <laughs> recycled into like new movies. Like, I know this guy and he could do this role that I like a lot. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they like rotate some new people in, but that's kind of how the industry works is like you find your your, you know, family and then like you guys kind of like roll together. Yeah. Look after each other basically. Yeah. Yeah. It is a tough world out there for the creative industry mm-hmm. in general. And then you gotta you gotta make those friends or you gotta make those connections too. Right, that's always tough. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm shameless plug right now. You know, because you know if you're, you're doing it, I know this uh, starving artist that you know does extra work for like <laughs> Strawberry Hello Panda. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all for Strawberry Hello Panda. Yeah, yeah, all Strawberry Hello Panda extra work. Don't worry about it. Throw in like two lines, maybe I'll throw in for free. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, just the locker room just has to be full with Hello Panda, strawberry only. Strawberry only, no, no chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, none of the vanilla or matcha. He's not joking. Yeah, he will, he's my talent. He'll do anything for a strawberry <laughs> Hello Panda. Yeah, it's my talent manager. Yo, hit me up if you need a. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. You, if you, 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 you got need a, a guy. For, uh, s- send him my mixtape. I'm like good at clapping the little chalk things too. <laughs> the the eraser boards. <laughs> I think we got a lead here. More, yeah. <laughs> you, you need a barista. I'm easy. Oh, Drink yeah, for yeah. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> got a coffee frappuccino for Brittany. Oh my, <laughs> Brittany! <laughs> you know, it's, it's thrown out there. A star is born. A star. Hey, listen. If you need a project, I'm way cheaper than a million. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole budget. Not, not yeah, 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 yeah. I told Lauren I only charge like eighty a month. For friendship yeah, fees, but that's it. Mm-hmm. 80 a month for friendship fees. Yes. Yeah, I she renewed him, her license recently. I gave him $100. He's like, what's this for? I'm like, friendship dues. <laughs> <laughs> a little 20 on top? Okay. Yeah. On top, you know? Yeah. A little, a little tippy if, tip? If you ever need a 5'10 Asian guy. 5'11. 5'11. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Got to mark it up. Pretty pretty tall. No, no, no. I'm, I'm literally 5'11. <laughs> no, he's like six foot tall. You can tell me at six oh, foot, six though. Feet, that's pretty feet. rare for Asians. That's true. That's true. Yeah, six feet Asian. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny. Whoa. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, undersell me. I'm a talent manager. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get you. <laughs> See, you fired me for him. <laughs> I think he was going to undersell me. <laughs> He's That's trying a- to get the role too. That's why. <laughs> it's like, hey, but let me know if you need a you know, five seven Asian. <laughs> yeah, guy. if you need a five six under. Hey, hey, hey. Five, five six, six Asian you. still in his twenties. Five six. This five, is him. Five seven. Five seven. Five six. Dude. Five seven. Five seven. I'm five seven on a good day, dude. Yeah. Come on, man. So you're like five ten. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he wakes up in the morning. When I wake up in the if morning. Shoot in the morning, five ten. Nine p.m. Probably like five six. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's either shrinkage. You know, it's like you know shooting schedule versus gravity. Like that's, you know. Listen, if, if you need like some henchmen for like some like yakuza type movie, you know, I think we got it kind of you know situated. You know, shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug for the past five minutes of this podcast. <laughs> Hey, I, I, hey, it's my shot. I got to take it. You know, if he's if he ever has to record some kind of mahjong scene where like shit hits the fan, oh yo, like some rush hour stuff. Oh shit, rush hour the bathhouse. Oh, yo. that's if you want to recreate that 
but we're like bigger Asians, you know, like you know, <laughs> this is it. This we is should it. do that for fun. Yeah, we could, <laughs> we could yeah. do that. We literally could do that. Just like a bad rush hour. Bad rush hour. <laughs> like what am I like the hour. massage parlor girl? Like, what? Oh, you can't. <laughs> can you a little, little Asian girl like, gets stolen. So young. I'm just gonna sing uh, Fantasia of Mariah Carey. Oh, oh yeah, I got a good Jackie Chan impression. <laughs> just let me know. So young. No, so you can't young. be Jackie Chan. You gotta cast somebody else. You gotta be the bathhouse guy. Carter. Carter. <laughs> Madison Square Garden. I'm just, I, I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden. <laughs> so we're just planting the seed. Shameless plug, all three of us. I felt the fish. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. <laughs> no, you're allowed to laugh. You know, Directors can laugh. Directors, yeah, yeah, directors right. can laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to play Chris Tucker, but <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find one. Yeah, we'll, we'll find, find another one. black person. <laughs> Listen, I got I, I have this funny half black, half Jewish guy. Oh my god, he was gonna be Chris Tucker. Most discount <laughs> Chris Tucker. It's half black, yeah. other half Jewish. He's Drake. You you get a semi Drake. Oh, we can't he's, make fun of Kafilta fish. He's gonna pr- <laughs> pronounce it perfectly. <laughs> he's like he's like, what's the joke here? Kafilta fish? Yeah. Like, I ate that for dinner last night. <laughs> I ate that in my last bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. You only have my last mitzvah. That was when I was fifteen. <laughs> my last bar. <laughs> Last it's not like every multiple. birthday. <laughs> oh, the one he last went to. Smashes plates. <laughs> you only go to them when you're like around 15. Oh shit, I never knew that. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I mean, like, never knew that either. I guess when you get older and you're like a part of the family, like the uncles and stuff, then yeah. you go. Dude, I I went to one when I was like 16. The food was so good, dude. Really? Mm. They know how to eat. Yeah. Man. I know that. The amount of clams, bro, like Ooh. covered in sauce. <laughs> I would have never known. You didn't know you need sauces on them until like this many sauces until you go to a bar mitzvah. <laughs> Did I fuck up? Should I have made more Jewish friends instead of Chinese friends? And he was Russian. Oh, he was oh, Russian. Shit. I must. He was a Russian Jew. It was like open yeah. bar, but only vodka. Mocha. No, it was. They they had a fountain. Where they like a stacked? No, they, oh. they stacked. <laughs> I don't know what alcohol it was because I didn't drink it, but they had all the glasses stacked, and then I got to watch them do the pour, and it was just like, wow. and I was like, "This they do this in real life?" Wow, damn, that's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, it was I fun. Jewish friends now. Well, it'd be weird to go to a bar mitzvah, and then they really, they really <laughs> put people on the chair and like walk around and like dance and sing. It's uh, like, that sounds kind of fun. It was a fun yeah. time, huh? Legit. Yeah, it was really fun. It was like a Jewish quinceanera, basically. But I thought it was thirteen. Is it fifteen? Uh, God, I'm so uneducated. I thought it was 13. Uh, I'm going to be real. I don't know a lot about Quintinera's it. Quintinera is 15. Bar Mitzvah, I thought it was 13. I thought it was, I thought it was 15. Oh, you would know because you went <laughs> to one. It's 15, mate. <laughs> I'm like, it's not 15, I'm like 80% <laughs> sure it's 15. <laughs> He's only 80% sure it's 15, brother. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Listen, know. if you want to... <laughs> I think you should be a great, like... You know, if we did the rush hour thing, you'd be a great, like, British Chris Rock. Chris Tucker. You know, if you want to change it up. A British Chris Tucker. Like a British rush hour. What would that be like? I'm, what it, what is, what's, like, one of his, like, famous lines that's, like, an easier thing to say? 
I don't know. Can't think he's just always screaming. What, wait, what time. is? Yeah, what is he saying when he's like trying to hit on the girl and he's like inside the the casino? Damn. Does he always say something? Does he say the same line when he hits on a girl? I don't remember. I don't think it's a memorable line. <laughs> Clearly, that line's not memorable. No, 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 <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> last time I saw it, I was like, "Oh yeah." I think he's just always screaming half the time. He is screaming. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> that's, that's literally like Chris Tucker the entire movie. How do you, how do, you do that with a British accent? <laughs> <laughs> oh damn, bro! <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, love me a British Sorry. accent. Ricky Tang. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me you're not Ricky Tang? <laughs> Where's Ricky Tang? <laughs> Are you telling me? <laughs> Chow Dai. Chow Dai. Chow Dai. Chow Dai. <laughs> With all the ugly, ugly, ugly women to the left. And all the <laughs> okay women to the right. <laughs> I'm going to need to do a full body inspection. Mm. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, uh. Bubbles. We just have have English listeners somewhere offended. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, these men, yeah. (laughs) They were talking mad smack about us, (laughs) bruv. This is like the worst English accents, too. I cannot do a good one. Harry. Harry. (laughs) Harry Harry Potter. With Dobby. We're just switching. (laughs) Charlie. Switching to posh uh, British accent. Ouch, Charlie. Charlie yeah. bit me. Charlie, that really hurt. I think the Scottish accent is kind of funny, though. I can't, I can't do Scottish. <laughs> the one with like, the girl that, like, uh, who has to go to like school or some shit. Was, was she Scottish? Oh, the, the one that was like... Uh, I have to go to school. I have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> nah, have nah. you seen that? It's like, nah, nah, nah. I have to go to school. And her face is all like drawn. <laughs> <laughs> We got to show you the video. That's so funny. This is hella funny. <laughs> got to go to school. Uh, got to go to school. Man. Nah. Nah. She was so cute, though. She's a cute girl. Yes, <laughs> Very adorable. Yeah. Accents were more socially acceptable. It's <laughs> a little bit uh, cancelable at this rate. Man, I mean, I, I, I think accent, like, accents are funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Accents are funny. They should not be cancelable. Well, I mean... There could be some really racist shit. Yeah, there could be some really racist shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit. yeah. You know? Depends how you do it, you know? It's, uh, it's tough, man. I don't, mm. <laughs> you just do it for fun, you know? As a guy who did accents a lot, I don't know if it's okay no more. A lot of them yeah. I can't do no more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny when you can't. No, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what if they give you a pass? What if they give you a pass, like a, a day pass, No. I mean, probably not on a podcast. Yeah, probably not on a podcast. It doesn't, it doesn't last oh. yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> rest of the days. Yeah, yeah. It's only for a moment. It's like an amusement park. You get like a day pass. That's it. Like once you check out, you're done. It's more like the Disneyland Fast Pass. That's basically what it is. You get in for the ride and that's it. Once you get off the ride, you can't do it no more. No, you got it for the Fast Pass for like an hour. <laughs> that just sucks. Yeah. Man. Mm. But, you know, aside from like camera stuff and media stuff, you're also a man of many interests and talents, right? So you got like, um, you got your car hobbies. Oh, mm-hmm. that's always a funny story. Uh, you got the home gyms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else have you been working on? What, what else? What else? Uh, oh, you got the barbecue thing going, too. I, I yeah, I like barbecuing. I, I roast my own coffee. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Multiple uh, times a day. Man, many hobbies. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, he did every hobby. Here's the thing. 
Iman and I, we have this conversation probably like every other morning. <laughs> we're, like, <laughs> we're the type of guys that's like, why the fuck would we spend money doing that when we could do it ourselves? And eventually get ourselves into rabbit holes. <laughs> yeah. And then you spend so much money on the nice things, like especially coffee making. Yeah. Oh, man. That's just, that hobby is crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually great. Yeah. It's when actually more cost effective, though. It is in the long run, but it's just like, damn. But then you want all the nice stuff, you know? Yeah, and then we get all the nice yeah. stuff. <laughs> and then you buy all the nice stuff, and it's just like, yeah. damn. Yeah, yeah. This so. is so aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> so um, walk us through the coffee process. I think that this is one of the things I see you do most often in the home. Um, it's like the uh, three to four cups of coffee a day. <laughs> I'm right. only on one a day. So. Oh, you're only on one a day? Yeah. I thought you was on two a day. No, today. I'm oh, today. On, yeah, I might have another one, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, roasting it or just, like, making cups of coffee? Both, man. So, like, I guess, what got you into the roasting gig? Like, it, it, I think it also, I think we all knew where it stemmed from. <laughs> it's, like, cost-saving measures. No, actually, yeah. actually, it was more of a... Uh, so, in 2020, I started this thing. If I haven't made it clear already, I'm black. Uh, so, so in in 2020 and, and to be fair it, it wasn't specified it, any part of the, of the show, it, so, was, yeah. it wasn't clearly specified yeah. Yeah. uh but in 2020 i started this thing where i'm like all right i'm gonna support black business uh because uh, wow this is gonna get deep <laughs> nah, this was uh, <laughs> the so you know how they have that thing where it's like how many uh transaction does it take for like a dollar to leave your ecosystem mm. so like in the black community it's like one transaction because mm-hmm. we don't own like anything mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then all the different communities that has like different life cycles right yeah. so it's like what is what was the only ecosystem that i could support in 2020 that would like give dollars back to like a black community mm-hmm. the only thing i could think of was coffee <laughs> so the way that i did that was i i looked up like black roasteries mm-hmm. Because then theoretically, the money that like they pay goes to farms, which are typically in black countries. Mm. It's not the same thing, but <laughs> <laughs> it's as close as I could get. Yeah. So uh, in doing that, I, I started ordering coffee from all these places, uh, like artisan coffee. So pretty expensive. Uh, and then I developed like my real palette for coffee because I was like, buying pretty expensive like artisan coffee and going like oh this is like the flavor profiles of this and this uh then i hit the point where i realized i have a very unique flavor profile that i like which is like extremely light roast coffee Mm. now most places have like two maybe three light roasts that they have and once you've had those you're kind of like okay so I just keep buying the same coffee from you. And, and that's what I did for a while. But then it's like, this kind of boring. And it costs like, you know, like 30, 50 bucks. Like, because it's artisan coffee. Some of it's like single origin or like, you know, it's like pretty specific coffee that like you can't get all the time. So it got, I got to the point where I was like down the rabbit hole and I was like, like, how, I mean, how hard would it be to make my own coffee? <laughs> <laughs> found out you can make coffee in popcorn makers and i was like what should i do that (laughs) (laughs) and then i get it i get into these things where i'm like i just research for like a long time and i was like all right what's the best like coffee setup 
and I almost bought like a coffee shop, like slash roastery level coffee roaster because <laughs> I was like, this is more better than. But then I I just bought a home basically mm-hmm. like home roaster. I can do like a pound at a time, uh, which was like great. But then it started a even worse habit, which is what you mentioned that I drink like three four cups a day of coffee, and that's because. I roast my own coffee. (laughs) And for anybody who doesn't know, unroasted coffee is like four to seven dollars a pound. Yeah. Which like, for comparison's sake, is like ten times less than what you pay a place to roast coffee for. So as long as you got like 45 minutes, you can make that seven dollars into 10 times what it costs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, because when you buy a bag of artisan coffee, yeah, it's like, what, on average, like 12 ounces? It's not even a full pound for a bag. Uh, for most of the stuff, for most coffees that most of the places sell, you can get a pound. Okay, okay. So like, Which is what I was doing. <laughs> okay, so like on average, you, go, you, you walk inside of Whole Foods, right? So yeah. like sometimes, like, I think Whole Foods has a really good selection of like coffee, uh, especially like for like local stuff and things like that, right? So like, I walk into Whole Foods, I'll buy a bag, I can easily buy it back for $22. Yeah. For like a decent like local roaster, right? And it's like for so what you say basically if we do, if we take the delta of that, $22 minus $4, we're talking about $18. Where does that $18 goes to, you know? Like does that go to like I mean probably some of it is like oh because you have to like outsource your your sales, you have to like put it into like Whole Foods. So they probably take a portion of that. Mm-hmm. Then you do then like whoever's like working. So like maybe like you know, like four dollars or per bag goes back to like wages, right? And it's like the other, it's like it's all profit margins at that point. So, like in theory, what you're saying is like if you just buy like f- four to seven dollars to the pound, unroasted, and you do it yourself, like that is a lot of money saved. Yes, in theory, yeah. Well, crazy. Not if you drink a pound of coffee a week. Ooh. True. It's mm. <laughs> a lot of coffee, though. Yeah. But if you were to do, let, let's say, if you were to actually do that, and uh, or like, let's say, you still have this habit, but you have to buy artisan because you don't roast your own. That's that's a lot of money, and that that's kind of what it became. Yeah, is like I was just spending so much money a month on like, because I would I would do this thing where I was like, okay, because it, it got to the point where I tried all the black roasteries that I could find that actually roasted their own coffee. Because that's another huge issue in the coffee community is that like, there's a lot of people who like subsidize their actual or outsource their their actual roasting. Mm -hmm. So like they just make packaging and then someone else really does all the work. And then you're like, okay, well I know the like flavor profiles of this because most roastery is kind of like alcohol or craft beer or like anything. It's like most places kind of have like their profile that like whoever their tasters are essentially stay in. The beauty of when you make stuff yourself is like, I can just, I mean, I can go in the, the, the kitchen right now and start roasting some coffee and be like, let me do it for three more minutes. Let's see what that tastes like. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I'm kind of not limited to that, but then I need to drink that. So. <laughs> so I can't let that go to waste. <laughs> so sometimes I drink yeah. coffee and I'm like, I don't, I don't like this that much, but. <laughs> I, got, I got a whole pound of this. Like yeah, I got to go kill this. Okay, that was me and chili oil. Mm. I mean, so much chili oil, just in batches and samples. And I was just like, fuck, I got to fucking. <laughs> yeah, you give them away at that point. You're just like, just so when you find friends to give out the the coffee beans to, yeah. you just knock on top of the door. Hey, I, I kind of 
You have. Oh, roast beef. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> but my habit is so bad that I had to dip into those a few times. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He'd be like, "Hey, man, I got some coffee right here. If you need some, I'm like, all right. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's roasting another bag, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, it's <laughs> a lot of coffee, man. I haven't drank coffee in like three days because sometimes I'll space out my coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I tend to space out my coffee because, like, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, maybe I'm in a rush or like whatever, mm-hmm. or like. I know lately I've been um, I've been pounding like a pre workout like before I go work out because I work out in the morning so I'll drink like a Celsius before I go work out and I come back and I'm like, do I need more caffeine? So I still feel my heart racing. <laughs> like ah, right, maybe I skip. Um, but yeah, man, like I think um, I think like your your coffee roasting is kind of like a really cool aspect um, that I that I get to like witness <laughs> in the house. It's like um, plus I also really like the smell of, like roasted coffee. Um, so yeah. Definitely two folds on that one, but um, yeah, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I'm just craving coffee now. <laughs> I can make everybody coffee if they want. <laughs> a little treat. A little, a little treat. A little treat. A little treat. But um, yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. I thought we learned a lot. I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah, we learned a lot. Ingmar's <laughs> a very interesting guy, you know. Coffees. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I found out we can't talk about all the hobbies in one episode. That's what I found out. That's the that's thing. I was like, I was starting to do some mental math, like, <laughs> like on like, all right, man, like, we got a lot we can talk about, but I don't know what to title this podcast if, I, if we just keep going different ones. Just Iman's <laughs> hobbies. I, I mean, I do have Spend a money, lot more money. hobbies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spend money, make money, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of that, if there was like a low, like you're, literally, you're slow. Peter's kid. second movie pitch. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the first. Peter trying to make it big. Yeah. This, I, already, I already pitched this uh, this talk shop calendar where, oh, yeah. <laughs> where, you know, I'm like posing up there, but, you know, we got to find more uh, just photography things. Photos. Yeah, there's trap photos. 12 months of Peter. You no. Know? Oh, yeah, I remember that. 12 yeah, months yeah. of Peter. Oh, that's like the yeah, but it's catalog. like Asian and Vietnamese inspired, you know, so I'd be like rolled up in like the little Vietnamese crepe <laughs> all up in like June, you know? Like the fuzzy okay. blankets. I'd be like uh, posing up with the, the sugar canes in July. <laughs> you know, maybe like a, a crop field in like February. Yikes. You know, maybe October. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's work in project, <laughs> work in process for sure. Yeah. Right, I have, we, we right. We that up there. What about this? For the second year of calendars, you do celebrities uh-huh. that also collab with you. See, that's that's smart. So See, you could, I got to make it big go. first. You could have like. <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear what celebrities in what month. You could have Johnny Tang <laughs> ice you out <laughs> for January. <laughs> for January. I was thinking December, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. In December, it's just getting. Call my call. Him. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I, I, I was thinking January because it, it could be like New Year, New Me. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was thinking December because we'd be all iced out, you know? Oh, man. Because oh, yeah. it's cold. Oh, oh. But then we could also get Gucci, man. <laughs> I don't know how down he would be to collab. Oh, man. That'd be wild. That'd be a wild Burr. calendar. No, it, Burr. Wait, time Burr. out. Time out. I feel like this calendar would even make money, dude. <laughs> See, <laughs> Where are we going to sell a calendar today? <laughs> just you? We can't just give them out, man. There's no profit margins. Oh, no, 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 no. NFT. Oh, NFT oh, calendars. Shit. Right? Because it, it's basically you pay 
to like get the download. Right, right. Um, I mean, people yeah. will probably steal it, but <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, I, I, I'd be honored if someone just you know right clicked and save as you know. <laughs> <That'd be fine. laughs> no, as a as a town manager, I'm I'm trying to get paid. Oh, true. And if your calendar yeah. don't make money. Yeah. So listen, I've only paid. been charging people strawberry hello pandas. So if, <laughs> if you're not down with the strawberry hello pandas, I might have to find a new talent manager. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can't I, just promised him on like extra work for a strawberry <laughs> hello pandas. So. I booked him in my first movie already. Yeah, see, like, oh fair, man, fair. Yeah. Or as a trade off, I too want to get booked in this movie. <laughs> Stupid. I thought you say I, I would like some strawberry pocky. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll make it easy. Uh, Instead of strawberry, I just want chocolate Hello Pandas. <laughs> okay. Those are easier to get. He just buys all the Hello Pandas. It's just like a bunch of Asian extras. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm trying for. I needed to cast like a 99 ranch or like <laughs> dry cleaners. <laughs> Stupid. Just, oh, man. Like <laughs> a money laundering dry cleaners. This is, this is, uh, this is your extras right here. I mean, panda. As long as it's a movie in a black neighborhood, I'm fine. <laughs> like every business, we're good. Fair enough. That uh, works. I'll pretend to be the Korean liquor store owner. <laughs> Born every, in Oakland. I can fit in. I got robbed a couple times. Every Korean person's going to be pissed off at me. You couldn't find a Korean. You couldn't find an actual Korean. You had to find this Chinese guy. He worked for Hello Panda. <laughs> it's just like. No one else would wear Hello Pandas besides this other guy. You're like, but he wanted strawberry. <laughs> so you're telling me this guy doesn't look like Psy? <laughs> doesn't look like Gangnam Style to you? David So. Hey, on his application, he put Asian. <laughs> it just says Asian liquor store owner. He just so happened to use a Korean accent. <laughs> I didn't put that in his lines. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> In 2022, I don't think I can laugh at you. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's man. funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> man, every time we talk about fucking you and your talent, <laughs> just <laughs> die of a sort of spin. <laughs> no, that's that's the title. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, <laughs> I'll do it for Strawberry. <laughs> no, that was, my, that was my last one when we were talking about extra works for porn videos oh yeah he's gonna be the the cuck in the corner yeah. the corner cuck corner cuck no yeah. it's it's strawberry see, hello listen, panda you gotta start somewhere right and you know starving artists <laughs> so the only encounter i've ever had with uh that kind of work is back in the day craigslist used to be like a thing like mm-hmm. where you could find like actual legitimate work right right and i was like scrolling like video production this is like you know like 10 years ago so i was super new and i was like oh cool like what, what what do they have on here it's like pa work you know 150 a day i'm like okay cool cool i'm so scrolling and it's like uh videographer and it's like must be okay with and then i was like oh, i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> i like click on the ad and then i'm like no, I'm good. <laughs> the rate was really good, but I don't know that I could be filming that Yo, for like, like kink.com. <laughs> I feel like that was the website it was for. Yeah, because they were in the mission. Yeah, they yeah. were in Soma. They are? Yeah, they were. Wild. Where they were. were. They were. Dude, it, it was yeah, like 10 hours. Yeah, what's that place called? The Armory or something yeah. like that? Yeah. That's Isn't that wild. The Stranger Things is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Stranger oh, things, yeah. So. <laughs> Isn't that the BDSM thing? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. 
So they 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 were posted up in SF. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, would you do okay. that stuff now though? No. No. Okay. No. I, so I won't make you my pitch for the extras work there. <laughs> I I I just yeah, I I don't know. I think you would have to pay me a lot. Because mm. it's just like, I don't, do I want to watch that? Because like, here's the thing, right? Is like, it's not the length of the video. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a lot more work. <laughs> like you typically film for like, the the old old school rule is like ten times the amount mm. that like the video is. So like, I mean, you're not shooting for forty hours, but like. <laughs> like per minute drive. but like you're probably gonna shoot for like 10 12 hours yeah mm-hmm. or like be on set but it's like do i want to be on set for that long with like all these naked people walking around <laughs> it's like can you guys put on some clothes or something man like this is weird yeah that's you gotta so get weird. close-up angles i'm like Ugh. it is not so yeah. <laughs> Then we got you in the corner, just like. <laughs> you gotta get close up on me, like, oh, fuck. No, but you're you're eating your payment. You're like, <laughs> you're like that's my no. fake wife. You know, it's getting plowed by oh, my neighbor. No, no. Yeah. As I see you, man, like closing up on the butthole, like, damn. <laughs> like, what do we got ourselves into? <laughs> you know, ideally that's not the route I want to take, but you know, whatever gets me into a Marvel extras role, you know. I don't think it's adult <laughs> entertainment. Not- <laughs> yeah, you can't you go sure? from a you, you might can't go from adult entertainment and then to like children's shit. Mm. Uh, yo, well, not children's stuff. But, <laughs> whoa, none of the children. <laughs> that sounds wild. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why you can't do this. But that that one girl on uh, uh, talk about Cameron Diaz. No, 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 no. no Cameron no. Diaz. No. She was like a, she was an adult entertainer. She was. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, what was it? Rocky I... too. Oh shit! Yeah, Sylvester Stallone did um, some adult stuff before acting. Wild. That's gross. Yeah, Stallion for a reason, right? <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> I'm not even talking about like the actual movie. I'm just talking about him trying to deliver lines. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the whole fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like he like it's like yo, this is not a fight scene, my guy. And he's like, he's like, he's like you you want to fight me? <laughs> you want to be this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was trying to think of this actress that we just distracted with Sylvester Stallone <laughs> fucking pornography. <laughs> he can't think anymore. No, it's from. What is that show where Zendaya is like all on the Drugos? Oh, uh, uh, Euphoria. Euphoria. Yes, Euphoria. That one girl with the big lips. Oh, um, um, what's her name? Something Sweeney. Um, oh, Sydney oh. Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. She I, adult I actress. Guess. Not really. Oh no, the one girl with the big lips. I don't. I don't know her name. A white girl. She's a white girl. But actually, that doesn't really narrow it down. A lot <laughs> of white girls in that movie. Well, you're not talking about the the main white girl, right? No, 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 no. She's oh. like a side character. Okay, never mind. That's but tough. but like she, I saw a Reddit post about it, and I was like, "Wait, uh, what? This is weird." And then it's true. Turns out she was an adult actress before. Yeah, and now she's like a normal actress. So what's Euphoria? But Euphoria, Euphoria's borderline. <laughs> Listen, I don't think I can get I'm cast just, for a high school movie, but you know, like 
I None of them is high school age. Yeah, you could true. be on the football team. Oh, uh, that's crazy. <laughs> you could be on the football team getting cucked. Yeah. <laughs> listen, but but if, so, I'm the, listen, if I'm an extra in an adult film and I am I an adult entertainer? I don't think so. You know, it's just you're just an extra. I'm an extra. That's oh. true, right? They, I wouldn't be an adult actor. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be a porn star. That's I would true. But, but okay, but when when they ask you for like a sample script. <laughs> <laughs> and and you send them or sample real and you send them a link from Pornhub. Oh God! I would I would hope I have it downloaded. <laughs> At that and point, it's, if like, it's like my resume. And it's like Mayo Man comes back home early. <laughs> Mayo Man comes back early. I'm just imagining like you send them like a professional link, so it's like a Vimeo. Or like an iframe, and they're like, you don't they have click- to because this link is going to you for my extra work. <laughs> I, I click on it, and then I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see what he see what he's got. And then it's like, it's just it's just the part where you're acting in those scenes. So it's like, oh my god, <laughs> I'm just like, honey, no, <laughs> just, just home alone. Just oh no, and he's just sitting in the corner. Damn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even clip it. It's just like he would have to scroll through the whole video. He's like, "Man, where's this guy at? Where's this guy? This guy really is an extra." Your other line is, "You told me he was just the plumber." It's just like Johnny Sins walks out. <laughs> I knew he looked familiar. Uh, Just a tool belt on. Yeah. Oh, man. But cool, man. We are coming up into time. So (laughs) thanks for joining us today on this wild, weird cast that this turned out to be. Um, But I feel like this is definitely not the first or last we'll hear of you on this. I think you got many uh, hobbies that we can probably touch on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, looking forward to the next time you would love to give your time to us. So that being said, um, do you want the audience to find you anywhere, social media or anything like that? Or No. All right, Fine. Cool. All right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the elusive Iman. Incognito. Incognito does not like. We, yeah, we won't like your shit. So <laughs> I mean, even if you do, there's nothing there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> But with that being said, guys, uh, you know where to find us, TalkShopCast.com. Till next time, name's Tyler. See ya. Bye. Toodles. Later.